Greg Coker and I first met when he facilitated a leadership retreat for our governor and for whom I was serving as Secretary of the Justice Cabinet post-retirement from the United States Air Force. Several years later, Greg and I reconnected when he was organizing an air show for his community. As a former Air Force Thunderbird pilot and chairman of a successful air show in Bowling Green a few hours down the road, we partnered in providing a safe and exciting aerial entertainment venue that turned out to be a successful annual event for Greg and his community. Since then, I've witnessed firsthand Greg's determination, work ethic, and sense of purpose as both a successful author and a motivational speaker. And while I was honored to have my story appear in his first two books, I felt a real calling when he asked that I provide the foreword to Healing the Wounds, Forgiveness and Reconciliation in the Workplace. Bottom line, this topic is very personal to me as I know firsthand how futile holding grudges can be and the importance of forgiveness and reconciliation, both personally and in the organizations in which we work. In 1972, I was a young Air Force fighter pilot flying combat missions in the F-4 Phantom during the Vietnam War. On April 16th, I was assigned to fly number three in Basco flight in aircraft tail number 550. It was a flight of four F-4s with a mission to protect American bombers from attack by North Vietnamese fighters. My courageous flight leader, Fred Olmsted, expertly maneuvered our flight as we engaged four enemy MiG-21s in a very intense dogfight. After almost five minutes, an eternity by dogfight standards of life and death maneuvering, Basco flight returned home safe and sound with two MiG-21 victories to our credit. My victory, to say the least, was thrilling, truly a fighter pilot's dream. After several minutes of aggressive maneuvering, I was able to get into position and fire a radar-guided Sparrow missile. The Sparrow rode my radar beam and closed a short 4,000-foot distance in seconds with devastating results. My missile impacted the MiG where the right wing joins the fuselage and blew the wing completely off the enemy aircraft. Fire, smoke, and pieces of aircraft went flying and then, all of a sudden, out popped the enemy pilot's parachute. I flew past him so close I could easily see the black flying suit he was wearing and his white parachute with one red panel. After the mission, the details of the flight were discussed and recorded so all possible lessons could be learned for future missions. Outside the formal debrief, personal questions remained. Did the pilot I just shot down survive? What was his name? Did he have a family? Where did he go to pilot training? Fortunately or unfortunately, in a combat environment, you don't have time to dwell on such questions as the next day is another combat mission. My mental focus had to be on the present and future, no matter what had happened the day before. I went on to serve our country for 29 years, flying airplanes such as the F-105, the F-4, and the F-16. I also commanded the Air Force Thunderbirds, the 8th Tactical Fighter Wing, and the Air Force Recruiting Service. After my career in the Air Force, I became active in my community 
volunteering for numerous organizations. And while all these philanthropic activities were equally worthy, it was the Aviation Heritage Park that served as the genesis for a powerful lesson in and a catalyst for forgiveness and reconciliation. In the early planning stages of the Aviation Heritage Park, a group of my walking buddies took a trip to the National Museum of the United States Air Force in Dayton, Ohio. The one exhibit that changed my life that day wasn't even at the museum. Knowing that we were from Kentucky, a staff member commented about an airplane that held some historical significance to the bluegrass state. He told us it might become available as the VFW where it was located was having difficulty taking care of it. As fate would have it, that VFW was only 20 miles down the road and number 550 on the tail of the Phantom jet left no doubt that I had been reunited with an old friend from 30 years earlier. My F-4 Phantom Jet soon had a new home at the Aviation Heritage Park, and it became clear that the seed of an idea planted with the discovery of that plane had flowered into something much bigger than anyone had ever imagined. For over 30 years, I had filed away my memories of that MiG pilot that I shot down. Did he have a family? Did he survive the bailout and return to fly again? Did he have grandchildren like me? Curious, I wrote a letter to a journalist and TV show anchor in Vietnam, and only a few weeks later, I received an invitation to appear on the show The Separation Never Seems to Have Existed. Thirty years after that life-changing dogfight, I would meet Nguyen Hong Mi, the pilot of the defeated MiG-21. Since then, we have become close friends, spending time together in both Vietnam and in, in the United States. The power of forgiveness and reconciliation prompted Nguyen Hong Mi to ask me to research the American pilot that he had shot down. I kept my promise and on April 26, 2009, Nguyen Hong Mi and the American pilot he shot down embraced each other with tears in their eyes as Steve Hartman of CBS News expressed, when the war went away. Forgiveness and reconciliation were no doubt the key ingredients in what would evolve into these lasting friendships. Many have asked me, how could you at one time be trying to kill each other and then ultimately become friends? I have always admired Nguyen Hong Mi for his willingness to forgive me and eventually reconcile. After all, he was a loser in this battle and was badly injured when he ejected from his crippled aircraft. His journey to true forgiveness and reconciliation was much more difficult than mine. As Greg points out so well in this book, forgiveness is a choice, not an emotion. If we wait until we feel like it, it may never happen. And reconciliation doesn't necessarily mean resolution. As human beings, we are constantly faced with situations where we feel someone else has wronged us. Holding grudges, especially in the workplace, negatively impacts productivity. In short, forgiveness and reconciliation are indeed a business issue that leaders can no longer afford to ignore. Are forgiveness and reconciliation always easy? No. 
Will there be those who are less than supportive of your forgiveness and reconciliation journey? Yes. There were many who discouraged me from making the trip back to Vietnam. Are forgiveness and reconciliation worth it? Definitely. And while I don't suggest waiting 30 plus years as I did, it's never too late. Bottom line, if two old fighter pilots can do it, so can you.